This topic, uh, the global monitoring networks, some of them taxpayer-funded that are suppressing conservative news media by slapping them with misinformation levels. Uh, uh, labels, rather. Now, there are a handful of organization names you probably won't remember, but I'll hit you with them. The World Federation of Advertisers and its subsidiary, subsidiary, the Global Alliance for Responsible Media, or GARM, have led the charge in steering blue-chip advertisers, the giant advertisers and agencies, away from news outlets whose content they subjectively deem harmful, sensitive, or misinformation. This is just a massive, economically brutal extension of the fact check. COVID-19 did not leak from the Wuhan lab, but started in a food market, a wet market. But again, without like just silencing individual voices, it's economically devastating. The British-based Global Disinformation Index and the U.S. company NewsGuard also have developed lists and rating systems that attack the credibility and scare advertisers away from top conservative news outlets. House investigators are looking into this, including the Biden administration funding these organizations to the tune of hundreds of thousands of your taxpayer dollars. Jim Jordan on the House Judiciary Committee uh, subpoenaed top officials from a number of these uh, organizations seeking documents related to coordinated efforts to, quote, demonetize and censor disfavored speech online. There is collusion among all these places. And again, uh, the State Department provided $330,000 to this global disinformation index, a British firm that provides risk ratings to major advertising companies to steer them away from certain news sites. Wow. Why would we be doing that at all? With taxpayer money? And and here's maybe the funniest thing I'll say all week. And if we do have the government fund organizations that tell you which media outlets are good and which are bad, will they do it fairly? <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. But you don't, you, that's absolutely true and laughable. Ha ha ha. I laugh too. Uh, but you don't even, you don't even, you don't even need to go there. It's just, what is the role of the federal government? When is the role of the federal government to persuade private companies where they should advertise? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Particularly on a question of truth. I mean, that's, that's, it, that goes from unconstitutional to dangerous to unholy. Right, and these companies have a real big interest in making sure they advertise in places that aren't going to do them damage, obviously. I'm sure they would say, hey, you're getting all, uh, your panties are in a twist over our methods, and you're, you're making assumptions about us. How about our results? Let's take a look at those results, folks. So the index last year identified the following publications as the riskiest sites encouraging advertisers to avoid them which means trying to put them out of business. Make no mistake, if all of our advertisers avoided us, we would just be talking to each other. Probably go to a podcast and figure it out. Anyway, in 2022, here are your riskiest sites that should not get any advertising dollars. Newsmax, The New York Post. Oh, wow. Real Clear Politics. What? So the my taxpayer money is going to companies to convince them not to advertise with the New York Post. That's crazy. The Daily Wire, unmistakably conservative, but Ben Shapiro is painstakingly conscientious and, and incredibly smart. 
The Blaze, don't advertise that. Too dangerous. The American Spectator, Newsmax. They all, they listed Newsmax twice. Uh, Reason Magazine. Good Lord, are you serious? And the Federalist. Federalist. Riskiest sites. The least risky sites, there are eight of them. Count on your fingers which of them are notably left. NPR. For one for wow, one. you've got to be kidding. No misinformation or disinformation ever on NPR. The Washington Post. Ding. HuffPo. Ding! The Insider. Ding! ProPublica. Ding! We're five for five liberal. The Wall Street Journal. Great news publication. USA Today. Ding! AP News. Ding! Seven of the eight are notably, indeniably, undeniably lefty. That is... And taxpayer money is going to these organizations. That is really a maddening story. It shouldn't happen at all. That's just not the business of the government. I know. I, I, this makes me militant. Wow. For the government, and this is yet another example, friends. I'm sure you remember there have been a couple others where Facebook, Twitter, etc. The Biden administration reached out, pressured, and threatened the social media outlets for printing things they didn't like. It's censorship by proxy. It's an absolute slaughter of the First Amendment by proxy. And and I don't know precisely how to get militant about this stuff. Let me think about it. Maybe you have ideas. Uh, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But I swear, this is yet another of my new jihads. We have got to fight this tooth and nail. You have a lot of jihads. I really do. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.